That you, Sugar Bumps? Who the hell are you? It's me, Sugar Bumps. Oh, oh, thank God you're alive. I heard you been fried. Is that what you heard? You set me up over a woman. A woman! Must be insane. <laughs> Don't bother. Your life won't be worth spit! I've been dead once already. It's very liberating. You should think of it as, uh, therapy. <laughs> Jack, listen. Maybe we can cut a deal. Jack? Jack is dead, my friend. You can call me Joker. And as you can see, I'm a lot happier. Watching every feature film that stars a certain King Crusader. Batman! Batman! Yes, of course, I'm watching the cartoon in all three Lego movies. Batman! Batman! Sing it with me. Batman! Batman! This is Big Screen! Oh, oops. Oh, Nineteen eighty-nine. I was thirteen years old the summer of nineteen eighty-nine. I was just going into eighth grade I would have been going in that fall um, so it was the summer before eighth grade um, that my dad took us to go see my brother and I I think my brother was with us Batman I remember like really being excited for this movie. 1989 was a crazy year of excitement for me. I feel like that's the one of the first years that years that I was excited for multiple movies. Wasn't that like Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade, Ghostbusters 2, Batman um, uh, Back to the Future Part 2 and uh, and Batman. And most of the time, you know, my brother at this time is 16, so most of the time um, it's us going with our friends. And, or me and my brother going alone. But for this one, my dad wanted to go. 
Um, I think because he, you know, grew up knowing Batman, grew up with Adam West, and and he was interested in seeing what a what a movie is with a, with Jack Nicholson as the Joker and Mr. Mom as Batman. But looking like I'm thinking of myself back then, um, and how like excited I was for this movie. I didn't like I wasn't a huge comic book kid right at this point um i think i read some comic books i liked the i liked superheroes uh you know with batman the the regular the the adam west tv show the superman movies i was a fan of super friends i loved um and i had these comic books they weren't they were almost like magazines um, they might have been my brother's first and then mine and they were like it was like the Hulk and maybe Spider Man. But the Hulk was like it had it had like information about Lou Ferrigno and then it had some comic book stuff in it. It showed Lou Ferrigno getting painted. And I think it was a Spider Man. It was all Marvel stuff. But as a kid I didn't know the difference between Marvel and DC. I, I just that didn't make any difference to me. Um, I remember like wanting the comic book for the death of Robin. I remember getting in line with my brother to go see Dan Jurgens and sign uh, the death of Superman for me. So it's like I was always kind of into this nerdy superhero stuff. And it, it, it was always Superman. It was always Batman, really. Before Superman, it was Batman. And a ton of it had to do with this movie. I remember in seventh grade, I I would never, ever do this now. I bought and read the novelization to this Batman, to Batman 89, to Tim Burton's original Batman. I read the book before the movie came out, so I knew the story already. And I, I'd love to read that novelization again. Um, so I, I, I actually owned two quote unquote, two adaptations of the movie. I had the, the novel and then I had the graphic novel comic book they did of it where it wasn't, you know, it was drawn as, as, uh, Michael Keaton. I almost said Alex Keaton. It was drawn as Michael Keaton. It was drawn with Jack Nicholson. It was like the actors were drawn. It was, you know, like a graphic novel sized, uh, comic book. Um, that I had that I pretty sure I bought at Walden Books at the Methuen Mall. Um, so I was I bought that after the fact, and I would read that all the time. It would be like, oh, I'm, I'm watching the movie again. I'm reading the adaptation. I we rented the movie um, from the video store, and I immediately did like a duplicate of it. You know, like the two VCRs, so I could record it. Um, I feel like the VHS had a beginning with like some Warner Brothers cartoons and I'm almost positive I, I, I had that VHS tape I probably taped over it but I had it and it wrote I wrote Batman a big black magic marker and I think I even did the bat logo on it and I had that I'm saying like it's still fresh in my mind like I feel like I've seen it recently and I and I know I haven't but I feel like I have like that this Batman movie I was so excited for 
I remember being it uh, my a friend that I grew up with, a neighbor named Dana, who had who was into movie magazines, and he had some magazine showing Michael Keaton, showing Jack Nicholson. We were like, whoa! And he he was into some of that stuff too. And I just remember um, loving this movie. And I have to be honest with you, as much as I loved it, I haven't watched it all the way through in years. I feel like this, there was one point within the last few years that I decided to watch it again. But it was a long time. Until tonight, I just finished watching Batman. I don't know what else to call it. Like This is the one where you go, Batman 89. Because... You say Batman, you're like, oh, the old TV show or or the at least the original 66 movie was called Batman the movie. This was just called Batman. And yeah, I loved watching this movie. Uh, it, it's one of those things where it's it's enjoyable to just look at. It is such a interesting movie to I don't even like is it is it weird to say like it was a it was like pleasurable for the eye? I don't know what to say. Just the the style that was put into everything, except maybe the cars. The cars were just cars, but the style of the buildings, the style of the art design, the style of the way people dressed. It was the, this weird mix of it looks like it's the you know the fifties, uh, it but the cars are modern, technology is modern, but it was like the buildings looked old. It was. It gave the sense of timelessness because it's all these mixed moments mixed together. Um, and you got Jack as the Joker. This is like, you know, they... Nowadays, I feel like there would be Twitter uproar. Who is this? What are they giving the name? They're 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 saying who the Joker is, and this is the Joker, and they're saying the Joker killed Batman's parents, and what is all this craziness? That's not the way the comic book goes. Oh man, oh, this was like a, like a Zack Snyder. Oh, Zack Snyder ruined it. Blah 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 blah. I, and I, maybe there were letters to like Starlog and Fangoria as a kid with all these things. I don't know. It was you know, is it a time where you could watch something and enjoy something, and then not be inundated with um, tweets, social media posts, and quote-unquote stories about, um, news stories about movies. I say quote-unquote because, and it's, you know, I use Google News, like I just use that as a homepage, and you get a lot of articles about, oh, the people are up in arms about this. And there's an article that just kind of shows you some tweets that people are complaining about something. It is like the media, the ability to for anyone to get content out there has really diluted what an article is or what a news post is about a certain entertainment show. I, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent, but what I loved is that back in 1989, I didn't have to worry about that. I just watched a movie and... uh I didn't. I didn't know the backstory of of Joker. In fact, I don't even know if there was one. I think the Killing Joke was already out by then, right? So that was one of what could have been many. That was like this was just this is Tim Burton's idea or or Sam Hamm, the guy who wrote it. That's his idea of what the Joker is and 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 how um, he came into being. 
Who cares? It was fun. Um, one thing, and I wasn't even like, I'm like, oh, like I'm not, I'm nitpicking, all right? Because I love watching this movie, but it was like, wow, he's the Joker really fast. And by that, I mean, he, um, he gets set up. He, by, by um, his boss, Grissom, he gets shot in the face. The bullet, you know, slaps off his face. He falls into the chemical. It's already turned him white. The next day, he goes to the, uh, at least this is how it feels. The next day, he goes to the surgeon. Um, and then the next day or the day after, I'm going to say the next day, he shows up back at Grissom's and he's the Joker. He's ready to go. And he's. Um, now then they did set up things where it's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. You, they, they say you're crazy already. Um, but he just went full blown like, woo, and just boom, all of a sudden he's got Joker stuff, you know, like he's got the, um, did he switch to the purple suit then? Or was he in a purple suit already? Like he's got like a boxing glove that he can use to smash, to smash, uh, um, a TV. He's got all these kooky things. He's he's got crazy suits. All this stuff. Just boom, out of the blue. He's he's got the oh. It was like the next day. He's meeting with all the the mob crime bosses. He's got the joy buzzer that burns a guy's hand. Look, I am nitpicking because I loved that scene when he's like woohoo, he's a little hot under the collar, and like and then he's talking to the dead body. It is hilarious, and it's Jack just going wild. But but the 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 jerk grown up cynical uh, nitpicking uh, loser in me is like wait he's already the Joker and he's already got the way to get that joy buzzer already and and then and I'm like who cares but I said okay at least that's something I can talk about just the the quickness of whoa that happened fast and okay he's decided to make smile next smile X but he does have a background in chemistry. They did say that. So, see, it's it makes sense. Um, so just talking about the cast, obviously Jack is, you know, he was so good in this. Um, and it's it's different from any other Joker. It's, it's Jack being the Joker, you know. It's the intimidation, but he's got the laugh, and um, it's, it's just, uh, it's just a joy. I don't know what else to say. It's just a joy to watch. Um, he commanded everything, and that's probably why he was, quote-unquote, the star of the movie, the the highest build and the uh, highest paid easily. I don't know what it was, but I remember it was the most in the movie, obviously. Um, Michael Keaton. Who do, what do I know Michael Keaton from? I know him from, uh, from a bunch of different movies, Mr. Mom. Um, I don't think I even realized at the time that he was Beetlejuice. Now, of course, there's a scene in this movie where he's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And it's like, oh, there's Beetlejuice coming out a little bit there. And, of course, Beetlejuice is directed by Tim Burton. So Tim Burton, obviously, big fan of Michael Keaton. Um, Kim Basinger, who, uh, you know, that was one thing that got me too. Kim Basinger just figured out that he was Batman, I guess. Because Alfred, she must have confronted Alfred. It's like, look, I know he's Batman. Can I go down, please? Can I see him? Where is he? And all of a sudden, boom, she brings him down to the Batcave. I'm like, oh, I guess she knows. Oh, okay. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Also, there was 
maybe when she woke up at three in the morning. Um, and this, I'm so stupid. Like it is so bad that I'm thinking this, but I'm like, ooh, she's a little drunk, Bruce. Maybe, maybe don't. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, that's that's the 2020 me thinking these things. Like, hey, better watch out there, buddy. Um, but she was maybe she wasn't that drunk. I don't know. It's just these are the things going through my head. But then she wakes up at three in the morning and he's hanging upside down and I never thought of this. I was like, whoa, he's hanging upside down like a bat. Duh. Obviously, that's what he was doing. And I'm sitting there, you know, like I think that was just an exercise thing. And I never made the connection that I was hanging upside down like a bat. You know, I made that tonight because I'm the smartest I've ever been in my life right now at this moment. And, I, and I've just proved it. Um, oh, what the hell is his name? I almost called him Arliss. Robert Wool as uh, Alexander Knox. He was like your everyman. He was your connection between like the people and the Batman. He was the guy who was like, I believe in this, but no one else did. Um, and I don't know if people dislike him or the character, but I've always liked it. I've always liked him. I've always liked him in this role. Um, and I liked that he had one brief moment in the... Um, the Arrowverse, when they showed all the different worlds, they showed, uh, I think they called it Earth 89, which is perfect. Um, they showed Robert Wool come, you know, um, as his character one more time, which was very cool to see. Um, other things like Pat Hingle is Commissioner Gordon. I always liked. Good voice, great voice. I don't know who the guy was who played, um, uh, what's his name? See, I want to call him Bullock, but it's not Bullock. Bullock is from the comic books. Um, Eckhart is what he called. Eckhart, think about the future. And then he shoots him. But he might as well be Bullock. Harvey Bullock is the cop that I know. He's the one in Gotham uh, that Donald Logue plays. I thought they were the same character, but I guess not. Um, and the biggest crime of this, of these movies, because even though it's almost like Two, two different movies. The only thing that connects them is Commissioner Gordon and um, Alfred. But um, Billy D. Williams is Harvey Dent. Now, for those of you unaware, uh, Harvey Dent is who becomes Two-Face. Now, um, in these series of movies, that becomes Tommy Lee Jones. In the future, we see Aaron Eckhart, who... At some point, was a thing. I don't think he's much of a thing anymore. Um, but technically, should have been Billy D. Shoulda, shoulda, shoulda been. Imagine Billy D. Williams um, as Two Face. That would have been freaking rad. Just to just to see how he did it. Because Tommy Lee Jones just I don't know just went bananas. We'll get there. Um, but not yet. Not yet. Um, I'm trying to think what else to talk about with this movie. Obviously, the music. The music. Another another Tim Burton staple is Danny Elfman. This music, this is like right there as the quintessential Batman theme. I know there's the da Batman, but that's that's like the silly Batman. This is... Like I said, the quintessential Batman theme that's right up there. Maybe maybe not as recognizable, but it's got to be really close. 
right up there with the with the um, John Williams Superman score. Um, I feel like they used this once in Smallville too, or something very close to it. I don't remember, but I. I've heard this used in some TV show. I don't think Gotham used it. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, but it is such a good score. And I have no recollection if it's used through all four movies. I When I say I haven't seen Batman 89 in a while, I haven't seen Batman Returns in a long time. Uh, Batman Forever? I mean, I'm talking decades in Batman and Robin. I may have not seen Batman and Robin all the way through since I saw it in the theater. I, I, I swear to God, I don't know. So it'll be fun to revisit these movies as bad as or as not great as some of them are. But that's for another time. Um, yeah, this is that's it. I think I've covered everything I want to cover. You know, this is more about me watching all the Batman movies for me personally and just giving me a little something to talk about and share with you, my loving and adoring audience. All of you, both of you, both of you. I appreciate it. Um, you know that I tweet. If you tweet, I talked about Twitter a lot. You can find me on this tweeting machine called Twitter at Geek Mentality. And if you're on Instagram, why don't you throw me a follow there too at Geek Mentality. I don't do a ton of Instagram there, but um, but you can find me there. You can follow me. And uh, every so often I'll throw my face in some stupid Photoshop up there because that's what I like to do. Um, and that's really it. The website is fansnotexperts.com. Um, specifically, you'll find all the Batman stuff at fansnotexperts.com slash Batman. And um, I think the next time you hear from me talking Batman, um, we will be returning to the Tim Burton world and um, we'll be upping the stakes as far as villains are concerned. You, you think one is good? Let's have double that, which is two for those keeping score at home. I haven't really planned what I'm going to say, as you can tell. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this one. I feel like this one is more like a, it's a Christmas time, right? And um, yeah, I, I have a lot of fond memories of this one. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to revisiting it because it's been a long time. And I just feel like this movie is something, it's weird, but it's also very just like comforting. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm thinking that. If It's like, is this a Christmas movie? Did I just stumble upon another Christmas movie that's not really a Christmas movie? I don't know, but, um, but I do know this. I'm done. So until you hear from me next time, my friends, here is my theme song this is my podcast i made it geek mentality is what i named it and i think you should listen and subscribe because i'm kind of funny and awesome i think that i'm worth your time and i'm kind of handsome my mom says please listen and 
please subscribe at least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.